0: Um, I'm your host, Gurinder Paul Singh Johal. I, this is episode 7 of the JMC Chronicles, our monthly um, podcast that we do here at JMC UCD. Um, we, our last episode, we had uh, Harveen Kaur on. We talked a little bit about core empowerment and talked a lot about how we as a community should be able to express and allow our cores to get into places of leadership and be able to let them express themselves as leaders and not hold them back and not pass judgment. Um, and I can't be more excited to have uh, Manpreet Kaur who is also another Bakos Baco- field, great, um, per- it's just, I know Manu and me have, we've had our differences between SAC and Bako, but that's, that's in the past. I had admitted, I admitted to you that, that Bako, even though it's hot in the summers, Bakersfield is unbearable for the Lukar when we had it in person. But I will, I will say that it has come around to me. I, I do love Bakersfield. I, I even love the people even more of Bakersfield. So, um, but Manpreet is um, from, again, from Bakersfield. Um, I'll let you introduce yourself a little bit more.
1: Vagujika Kalsa, Vagujiki Fateh to Gurinder Singh's listeners uh, and fans of the JMC UC Davis Chronicles podcast. My name is Manpreet God as Gurinder Ball has shared. I am a staff member with the Jagata movement currently in the director of programs position and uh, as well as serving the needs uh, in my training as a community organizer uh, and just to say about that to to our community in any way shape or form needed uh, I'm also a full-time grad school student but that we don't need to talk about as much <laughs> <laughs> thanks yeah. for having me on Grindr
0: yeah th- no thank you so much for for being able and and joining us honestly um, I've I've said this before in our first episode and I've reiterated this before too. The guests are honestly what make this podcast what it is. Uh, I can't be more thankful for all the people that have agreed like have come on. Um and it's just I I feel so welcoming and just so happy that when people do want to come on and they're so excited to join and like you were when I asked you to join. It's just that that excitement brings me happiness and excitement because it's just like somebody really that wants to have, wants to talk and wants to stage or take a part of the stage is just, um, it's just so amazing. And um, this is episode seven, like I said, um, if you're watching us in person, or, or on our video, so on our YouTube, we do post the video version of this recording so you can see our beautiful faces, you can see mine and our guests that are always joining us. Uh, All our episodes are on there already previously, all six of them, and then this one will also be um, on YouTube because that's where you'll be watching this right now. Um, But this episode, um, I wanted to dive a little bit into uh, what Jakarta is. I know a lot of people have always had questions about what Jakarta does. Um, what does Jakarta uh, stand for in terms of um, ideals and organization and, and all the stuff like that. I know um, a lot of campuses have their JMCs, and I know a lot of high schools are now starting to have SHSS. Uh, again, when I started back in 2017 with Jagata and, and joined our first ever chapters of SHSS back in Sacramento, uh, it was very it was a very learning curve experience for me. Uh, Because I didn't, I didn't really know what Jakarta was. I didn't know uh, other than um, what I did was when Belvinder told me about what was was going to happen and what my friends were sharing about it to me about when I was going to join. Other than that, I didn't know what Jakarta was. Um, But I can say after being a part of it for almost coming up four or five years now, or I think four years. I can say that truly, it's been it's been a real amazing experience for me personally. Um, but I'll let Manu talk a little bit more about like what Jakarta is and what what we do as an organization and at, and and at multiple levels at what we do.
1: Thanks, Render. I it's my favorite uh, thing. Listening to how and when people entered Jagada, uh, because I think, and I'll never f- forget when I first learned about it and my transition into the organization, um, and and it's always humbling and kind of like full circle, um, and, and makes our. State and community feels so much more connected when you can meet someone from across the opposite side of the state of California, like yourself and myself. And what brings us together is a commonality of our identities and how we've explored that in Jagada and through Jagada. And really, you know, um, I I appreciate so much all of uh, you know your insights that you gained, kind of watching your own personal growth journey. But, you know, I, I just carried the stories of my community, of the people I've met, and, and I just carry them with me and I share them and, and, and vocalize those. So, you know, this this isn't like a personal triumph in any way. It really is just a compilation of uh, community stories that that we each carry with us as, as a part of this organization. Um, so as, as legend has it, the Jakarta movement was an organization uh, that was started by young folks just like you, Grindrbal, who were in college and were like, you know, enough is enough. We are going to uh, start acting on uh, the changes that we want to see and feel and hear in our community, whether that's Uh, the Sikh Punjabi community, whether that's the local Fresno, Sacramento, Yuba City, LA community, Um, and and it was young folks just like you who who were friends, they grew up in the same community, Um, met in college again and and thought, you know, it's time we actually act on these things and and stop waiting around for someone to come and, and make these changes for us and uh, you know it was maybe in response to uh, some of the things that maybe our parents deemed were how we were going to connect with one another and learn about our identity but uh, now being kind of the the first uh, generation second generation folks maybe felt that you know maybe those efforts are, are are meeting one mark but they're missing other marks and and so uh Jagata conference was born and today that is called low god and from there uh, as we look 20 plus years forward uh to today this is uh an organization that spans the the state of california and beyond there have been camps and efforts and, and volunteers who who extend beyond the state of california who have maintained kind of the uh, the principles and as well as kind of just the the community mindedness uh you know we as individuals move forward and go forward but we're always looking back looking um side to side and making sure our community is coming with us and so the Jagata movement is an organization that's rooted in um in bettering uh you know the the conditions and the livelihoods of the Sikh Punjabi community and beyond, um, while we work in unison with uh, with other communities, as we get to know who calls California home, and um, we're rooted in youth leadership, community power, community health, and neighborhood empowerment, amongst many many other things. Uh, I also see Jagata movement as kind of like a triage center and whatever comes in, we, we try to find a way to solve it. And, and we're constantly growing and expanding and diversifying. So there's a number of many, many programs that today, as I sit here with you, um, you know, that, that look much different than when both you and I started. Uh, So the organization is rapidly growing and uh, and with staff, with volunteers, with programming. um, But it's, in it's it's growing in ways to cover and and touch the needs that um we have uh a, a, you and i have probably always observed and maybe the listeners have observed of you know it'd be really nice if we had a program that addressed blank in our community and uh, in just right before my eyes i, I see jagada movement addressing a lot of those blanks and filling those in Um, and, and we'll get more into some of those programs. I can list them right now, or you can, um, have me hold back, hold me, have me hold back and share them in a little bit.
0: (laughs) No, uh, I, I think, um, I know one of the programs we also did uh, our episode on, uh, episode five, I believe was on alcoholism in the Punjabi community. And, um, we had two people that are working on us, which is a, um, a program that was, is, um you can talk a little bit more about it but it's a program that developed and was is developed to um, address the issue of alcoholism in our in our community and um, help those that might be suffering from it uh, directly or maybe somebody in around their circle is is affected by it and they they need help or they just want to talk about it and um, so like there's multiple programs like that i know we have our um Jikara labor rights program that we, that i see on instagram we also had when covid uh when actually when covid's still going on but when covid was happening we also developed a program for that as well from Jakarta. so it's just and there's multiple other ones and um for me whenever somebody asks me what Jakarta is right um it's always it's always so difficult for me to try to explain it and not in terms of like why like it's difficult to try to explain what we do. More or less, it's difficult to explain to this person, everything, like try to like, put into words all the stuff that we do, right? There's not one direct type of thing that we that Jakarta does. Um, I mean, you can always come down to the, the, the umbrella of, we, we're here for the community, for the betterment of the community, and we wanna give uh, and make sure the community is at the best it could be to help everybody that's a part of that, right? but there's so much more and so many levels to that, that, that statement that I just said that it's like, it will take me so long to talk about and and just go into it. And I mean, you can look at, I'll just quickly like our SHSS, that's our high schooler chapters at our high schools. Right. And they do so much stuff and so much work in their, in their campus, in their communities, their smaller communities in their area. Um, then we have our JMCs, which, um, like JMC UCD and all of our other countless uh, college collegiate chapters that we have open, right? Those are our clubs at college campuses and how much they do for their campus and their community around it, right? Their greater community. And like, just, we have so, and that's just two levels, right? And there's multiple levels that go even before that and even after that. And it's just like, there's so much to just the, and it's happened and I can talk about a little bit about it because like me and um, Deep, Neandeep. Um, we've talked about it multiple times. When, when I first started or once I went, when I first joined back in 2017, I can count all the community organizers on one hand, right? Um, more or less, I didn't know them yet, right? But I could still count them after I got to know a little bit about them uh, on one hand. Um, I know like Nishan was my first time actually getting to see everybody and knowing everybody. So, or Nishan 2018. I should say, but it was still, it was a very small and it was still not that many people, right? It was like five, six people. And now, I mean, we're at double digits (laughs) at community organizers, right? And that's just community organizers. But we, you have taken into account all the programs that have had uh, program leads all the people that are working on on uh on working on those programs and all those projects. You even
1: break it down, yeah. Let's, exactly. Let's, so it's just
0: there's just so much. We have grown so much in like in the past three four years, and I've seen it grow, and I've been a part of that grow growth. And it's just like for me to see what it was all those years ago, and to see how much we've grown in that time, and we're still growing. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna limit or cap us. <laughs> and it's like, I can't, right? I can't do that because yeah. it's just, it's not going to happen. We're still growing. We're going to continue to keep growing. And it's just like, it's an ever, it's like an ever growing thing, right? So like what whenever-
1: things And you've kind of touched on them too, grindr And I, and I want to, um, and, and maybe this helps even- uh, expand on, you know, as we introduce what Jagata is, is I, I I think it's two things. Jagata is programming and Jagata is uh, a feeling. There is a feeling that comes from being involved with the Jagata movement to the extent to where you, you experience the cycle of involvement. And, and that's kind of what you're talking about with some of the different programs that you've named. And so, you know, maybe you have first-time listeners and we can break down some of these acronyms uh, that you and I have kind of incorporated into our day vocabulary so we don't always <laughs> break them down so you know uh if Completely we break down up, the foundational <laughs> programming um you know uh, we we start with um Sikh honors and service society which is our high school chapters that Gurinder Bal has mentioned you know is where he uh, first entered maybe he attended a Jagata juniors camp as a kid who knows um you know maybe we'll find his fig- pictures in some of the flicker uh in the F- flicker albums from long ago it'll be, but...
0: it'll be a very deep dive because if i was if i will if i did attend one i have no immediate recollection of it but yeah. i wouldn't doubt if there if i did honestly but so, um... so that's
1: where a lot of even the the sick honors and service society officers and members first Uh, Engaged with Jagada movement is some of these kids camps that were in the local community and really it was to um, talk about Sikh history, uh, different identity, um, you know conversations and questions um, in in a way that uh, was age appropriate uh, from 5 to 13 and onwards up till 18 and um, then we kind of identified that there was a need for like a cycle of involvement and that started with the Sick Honors and Service Society chapters on high school campuses. And um, why this age group was selected was because, uh, you know, you have a lot of questions, a lot of things happening around you in high school. It's a very, quirky, interesting age for for a young person. Uh, Some people loved their high school years. Some people don't wanna think about them at all, Uh, but they're very formative years in terms of how you see the world. And we wanted folks to think and act and and be local. So with that, you know, these chapters were created on high school campuses, wherever there's a Sikh Punjabi presence. And these chapters did, uh, you know, activities like uh, beautifying their local communities, having regular meetings, but it really was to introduce leadership opportunities to young folks at an age where maybe those things are not as accessible. Um, Maybe there's language gaps at home. And so parents aren't able to participate. to To maybe uh, the fullest extent that maybe they want to, because of work obligations and and so many other obligations. Um, and so uh, the SHSS clubs really became kind of like this medium where y- you kind of get to explore different conversations locally, you, you get to meet each other, you know, uh, when I was in high school, some of the Punjabis walked past each other, we didn't look at each other, we were just like, no eye contact, like you probably had that one or two Punjabi, or you hung out with only Punjabis, but we still, we still found our cliques. And so, SHSS was a way to break down those clicks and say, hey, everyone's welcome in this club, let's hang out, let's do community service together. And over the course of the years, I've seen that broken down so much. Uh, And that's really one of the biggest takeaways for for people is, you know, how how will we expect um, our young people to think about their community when there is no place for them to connect on their campus? So the hope with SHSS is that students stay involved uh, as long as they're in high school and they move on as Gurinderpal has to a Jakarta movement chapter on their college campus uh, or their university campus, or just locally with with college aged, young aged um, people. Um, And and, and now the ideas are a little bit bigger. Um, They're a little bit more challenging. There's some of the harder conversations not that we don't have those with high schoolers, but because you are in an environment in college and and in a university where you're exploring new ideas, you uh, kind of dive deeper into a lot of things that have built our identity and and the way we see the world. Uh, We wanted to make sure that that cycle of involvement continued so that now college aged folks are building on the things that they were talking about and doing in high school. Um, So you'll see new programming like um, some, I'll give examples of uh, the Fresno State JMC that uh, has been protesting the Gandhi statue on their campus and and really amplifying the need for, uh, you know, For the removal of it and what that would ultimately mean for communities uh, on that campus. Uh, You know, we have many other activists and uh, organizing uh, kind of efforts that happen on on collegiate campuses locally and across the state and um, ultimately we connect uh, both SHSS and JMC uh, through organizational wide programming, like some of the things that Grinder has mentioned, Nishan, which is a high school conference where um, our Sikh honors and service society and Sikh Punjabi students at large attend once a year in January. And it's a conference where we have had different themes like social justice, um, thinking, you know, thinking forward. All of these uh, big ideas uh, where there's guest speakers that come. We have different workshops, a lot of big takeaways. Um, and then for college age students, there's Little God, which has a different theme every year. Um, we talk about 1984. We we bring guests that uh talk about these things uh in, in depth we talk about gold voices we talk about um caste uh, oppression and privilege and we um we reflect on gurbani and um uh, as we talk about the gurugram sahib Ji, you know there's Five themes that we cycle through, um, and so the, that programming really builds on the day to day organizing and activism you're doing in your local community. Um, but you know, th- that's kind of like our uh, our our bread and butter programming. And then we have Pajangi and Pajangan, which are uh, summer programs that are coming up actually, and um, we will safely be having them in person this summer, which is really exciting again. Um, and and those are camps for uh, you know young folks age uh, 13 to 18, where uh, you know you spend a week uh, with with folks your age and, and you learn new skills and, and you get to have a camping experience. Which I don't know about you all out there, but camping was not a thing my family did. So <laughs> even as a counselor and as a staff member, Pajungan and Pajungi have both been incredibly rewarding in so many different ways. Um and so so we have some of these programs that uh, folks have recognized and identified with Jagata for for many, many years and have uh, kind of cycled through the different um, levels of involvement. And more recently, you know, we've really been able to uh, identify and react to things happening around us, things happening to our community and and being able to make like a substantial and monetary difference in people's lives. And um, those have been some of the things that Gurinder has mentioned, like our OSS program. Uh, OSS of course is a Punjabi word for hope. And this was for uh, individuals uh, who, are battling substance use disorders, as well as their families. So we would have two uh, different meetings within one over Zoom, and there were um, options to keep it anonymous, but we, Learned so much about um, substance use disorder related to alcohol uh, and and the real plague that it is uh, in our community, and um, you know we'll be having more cohorts coming up. Uh, we just wrapped that wrapped that up. That was a ten week program, and uh, our staff member Jaspreet Kaur, was uh, was our co lead on that, as well as two other counselors. Um, and we learned so much and and we we have learned how to approach the community and, and how to approach the conversation of alcohol use and, and abuse um, in our community. Um, we have another program l- related to Punjabi public health which is the Elevate program and that will be substance use within youth. Uh, and that will run uh, the course of a few months and years and we'll really be learning a- and and preventing um, that those substance use uh, kind of triggers and we'll be hiring fellows. Um, and we have actually the applications open right now. So as Gurinder shared, there's so many jobs being created within our community that directly serve uh, the Punjabi community throughout California. We have a we have a labor rights initiative that's being led by uh, three staff and and one of them actually transitioned from our OS team to uh, the labor rights initiative. And and they're doing workers' rights uh, awareness and they're going door to door. They're going to workplaces to do trainings. They're letting uh, folks, both um, Punjabi and Latinx, know about what their worker rights really are and and how to be aware of that. And this is the first time that this is being done in the Punjabi community. Um, Gurinder has mentioned that we created a COVID equity team in response to uh, COVID-19. And that has become kind of, a one-stop shop for Punjabi community health uh, issues and and, and kind of addressing those as we continue to raise awareness and and address kind of COVID-19 questions and situations that arise while also continuing to put on clinics. Um, And we were able to... uh, give funds to uh, those who are undocumented and of insecure documentation status through our CIRF funds um, and and make those immediate monetary differences within people's lives as the pandemic rages on. Uh, We have a housing project team that's led by um, Harman Singh and Bikram uh, Jeet Singh that uh, is providing rental assistance to families, and um, that has been incredi- an incredible learning opportunity for us to realize, uh, you know, what are the issues directly impacting folks day to day. And, and how how to address those and what's really needed. And it really is handing folks that cash and being like, we got you, you know, this is uh, the recirculating those funds back into our community and and the difference that has made, the trust that's being built there. Um, and we were able to create a Baba Burdaji fund for Gurdwara Sevadas during the pandemic, um, which that idea all credit goes to deep in in thinking about, Um, you know, who, who is not being thought about during this pandemic? There's all of these loans coming out, grants coming out, checks are coming to our homes, um, you know, when we might be fine already. Um, But who was thinking about our Gordo Sevadars? And we went throughout the state of California and called we, we probably have called every single Gurdwara sevadar, whether they're a, a, a ragi, grantee, whether they reside on the Gurdwara premises, whether they fulfill a different seva, um, maybe it's with Langar, whatever it is, we've been able to connect with almost every single, probably every single Gurdwara in California and have built close relationships with those sevadas because we were able to provide them funds during the pandemic um, and, and and now they, you know, they, they really uh, count on us on uh, for other things and we're, we've learned the extent of like the abuse and harm that also happens when, um, uh, when Gurdwara Sevadars are exploited and, and learning about that and, and the real devastating, you know, realities of that, um, but also giving them that support and say, telling them that they can lean on us. And um, so, so all of these different programs, um, and and maybe I'm missing one too. <laughs> maybe I'm missing a few. Uh, someone will someone from staff will point it out. Uh, but all of these programs, you know, they take people power and it, it takes someone saying, I myself want to contribute to um, my community, I want to help. Um, and and it's uh, you know, having a community-minded soj, um, and that's what propels us to be able to run all of these programs. And as Gurinder said, they're growing, they're expanding. Uh, we've, we're going into cohort two, round two, round three of all of these different programs uh, that, that are that are beyond the foundational programming of Jakarta. And, um, and that's, that's what Jagata will is and will be moving forward is um, advocacy, while also addressing the really pressing needs of our community. So uh, we, we really needed that program breakdown, hopefully, hopefully that that does it. And yeah.
0: <laughs> no, I, I mean, at this point, I, I, I think we did probably miss one or two, but I think um, it just goes to show again, like, the extent and the wide range of the programming and the and the community assistance that Jakarta does and it's just so it's 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 hard for us when somebody asks us like what does they like what do we you do or like what it's very hard for us to try to break because like we can sit here for hours and explain to you what what everything Jakarta does right but it's like um those type of conversations, just having this type of conversations, sometimes benefit because some people, instead of um, maybe learning or going out their way for a couple of minutes to find out what we do, try to make assumptions, right? And it's um, one of the exceptions, like uh, one of the things that I've, I've heard over the years is like, they only think about Punjabi Sikh people and stuff like that. No, it's, we want a greater community and we want to benefit the greater community. Like our labor or labor programming or labor rights programming is not just focused only on Punjabi Six. it's also Latinx. And also there when, um, there's so many other programming and so many other initiatives that, I mean, all of our campuses our JMC, our Jagara Movement chapters, our collegiates—they're doing so much at their campuses to support other minorities, um, support other 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 um, communities of color, because those are the type of uh, bridges and the, those those are the type of community connections to where you can make a better community, a greater community, instead of just focusing on one community. We—it's not just limited, and I think those are one of the the mis- Mislabels that Jakarta gets is, is that it's only focused on one one specific community. It's not. Um, another thing I it's, it's like to talk about is like, um, I know for our JMCs, um, there are so many other sick clubs that are, are being run at, our, at, at all these campuses, right? And it's just it, it, like being a part of one is, is amazing. And it's like, sometimes we get carried away in labeling other clubs as lesser than other clubs, just be, just because people want to um, get their own memberships up or try to try to just, and sometimes you hear things that are not correct, right? And you have to go out your own way and figure out what is right and what is just made up for the benefit of some people, right? Um, I know at Davis, we've had amazing time. I mean, for my one year that I've been here so far, because I am a transfer student, like I said, uh, I've only been at Davis for a year. Uh, I did go to community college uh, for two years after high school, but um, the immediate thought when I got to Davis was because I've seen other campuses, um, where clubs don't see eye to eye, where sick Punjabi clubs don't see eye to eye, and that it's really it, it saddened me because to see like that that type of things like we want to be a part of one big community, we want to help each other, we want to help each other help others. Uh, but at Davis, it's it's amazing because we do have that connection with all our other clubs here, and it's just it's so it's just so welcoming for me to see that. Um, uh, I think uh, Jakarta doesn't get enough uh, credit for. Mm-hmm what JMCs and what SHSS means a lot. Um, for me, when I was making my decisions of where I wanted to go for my higher education after, even at high school, when I was my senior year, I was thinking of applying to schools, even when I wanted to transfer out. Uh, one of the big reasons I picked Davis to come to was because of the JMC here at Davis. It was, uh, I think a lot of people don't like, I feel like that's a selling point. That was a selling point for me uh, was that our JMC here was, it was a well-organized, well, well-grounded, rooted um, club already here at Davis. And I wanted to be a part of that. I wanted to go there. I wanted to be a part of the family of Jakarta and JMC. Um, so the, the, that for me was a selling point. And I feel like it, as, more, as more or less, that was one of the reasons why I picked Davis. Uh, one of the other schools that were high on my list was Berkeley. Um, again, another school that has a really uh, well-organized and well-rooted JMC. Um, so I feel like these programmings, even though we see them as just trying to build character, build leadership, it's also really important to have a place of belonging. And that's what JMC has done for me. That's what SHSS did for me. That's what Jakarta has done for me. Um, going back again, I go back to 2017, uh, my high school years weren't the, my most favorite years of, <laughs> of when I look back, honestly. Um, uh, but my senior year is the one year I point out uh, specifically was because uh, I think I grew and it changed a lot of who I was that year. And that was a major role in part uh, because of Jakarta. Um, I started after I had attended Nishan 2018, I started to keep my kiss and I started to Taya Parna and so for me uh, that coming that came around as as if um, I never did it Uh, again it was just I know we hear the stories I saw this morning when I woke up I saw I saw the the terrifying like it was so saddening to see that a a five-year-old boy got his case got by some some kid Uh, at their school and it's just like like the bullying that happens is just it's it's so saddening to do because like that five-year-old boy like imagine what his what it's going through his mind right Um, for me when I saw that this morning I I had to I had to repost it on my story and I had to I had to share it and I had to say something because it's just like those type of things the more they happen the more they make me sad because it was like that was me at that point. I didn't want to keep my case because I was afraid of the bullying, and afraid of being the one that looked out from the others, the one that looked um, different than the others. Um, but I think when I did join Jakarta, I got a sense of like there's a community and there's a uh, there's a um, there's a family that to be a part of, right? And um, Nishan 2018 really really resonated with me a lot because I saw a lot of people who had their case who had their partners who were tying partners and who were happy and who were able to do it without thinking of all the other stuff that would would happen right and then for me that gave me a lot of confidence myself to see other people do it and I was like even if somebody does say something to me or makes fun of it or something I have this 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 support this family this group of people that are there to help me and be there for me and and that truly was one of the reasons why I kept keeping my case. And I, I honestly, I, I say this, the, the amount of growth I've made as a person, uh, I credited it a lot to Jakarta because I, I don't think it would it, it would have taken me a little bit longer to get to where I am now if I had not But because of being part of Jakarta, the, that, that self-growth and that self-learning was a little bit, it came a little bit easier because it was just so much support and so much insight that I was able to gain immediately and I feel like Manu you said that like it's not just about programming and it's not just about what we do in terms of actions but it's also about feelings and experiences that we carry and we hold uh I mean I've been to every Nishan ever since I've joined I've been to every Lothgar since I've joined even virtual in person you name it I've been there um for Nishan I was a participant in 2018 I was a volunteer in 2019 I've been a facilitator the last two years um for Lokar I was a participant my first year and my second year and then I was a facilitator last year um but it's just like those experiences and you can tell I mean when we were in person the last day was always a very sad day right uh we were talking to me and Manu were talking a little bit before we had started it was just about like it's always the emotions are a little bit high. We want to take a picture with everybody because we just don't want to say goodbye. Right. We want to just prolong being around on each other because it's like those experiences and those feelings, those moments are like, those are once a year type of things. Right. And it's like, for, for me, like those are like the best time. Like I can highlight, I can go back and the first two things that usually are highlights of my year. When I look back at my years are usually Nishan in, the, in January and look are in, in the summertime. And those are like immediate things like I can think of memories. I can think of moments that immediately pop up and bring joy to me when I think about it, right? Even if the year as a whole wasn't the best, those two events and those two dates stick out and they're amazing, right? Um, so that's a little bit about my experiences and uh, my feelings. But I, again, like I said, there's so many misconceptions and so many mislabels that get placed on Jakarta, And I, I'm hoping... With us doing this podcast and this episode today, that um, we clear up a little bit of all those things, but also again, if you ever want to know and you want to dig deep, jakara.org. Honestly, it's there's a website to to read all this stuff. Like, if you at this
1: point, it took me me so long to list out all of the things that we do that uh, I don't. uh, You know, maybe it's like you know, it's like Kirpa, I mean, they're there is, I mean, it, let, me, let me finish my sentence first. It, it is absolutely, uh, you know, Guru Skirpa that uh, the, the work has grown so much for us uh, and, and continues to grow that um, we're just like, join us, join us, join us, whoever it is, join us. Come on, come on board. We need, we need the people power. And, um, you know, uh, if, if not us, then who? And that's, that's what I always like to remind myself every day too, is, um, you know, if, if not us, then who, if not now, then when, uh, because we can have all of the ideas that we do, um, but until we put our personal, until there's something that you're willing to give up to be like, I will wait to go to grad school for five years and uh I don't know, there you no know whatever shame. It is. there's no
0: shame in that there's No, no shame in I, that.
1: of course there's no shame it's just that you find meaning in it you know it comes at there's uh there's so many personal sacrifices that I can name from those who um, have spent time really making sure that this space comes to life. There's so many faces and names that I don't know that have come before me um, that have uh, you know given something up so that the community can have um, a space like this so that I could have entered someday. And, and I owe them so much gratitude. And um, I think, um, I think a lot of what you're what you're saying, you know, there's there's so many there's so much work to be done in our community that uh, there can't just be one. And we say this all the time, like we cannot be the only organization. You know, there we need more. We need more needs addressed. Um, all of the health components, all of the um, youth power, there's so many things, political power, uh, you know, who's gonna make the 501c4 for our community to, to really do voter engagement. Uh, there's so many things that have yet to come that, that need to get done, that need to happen for our community. Um, we need all the brains, we need all of the people power. And so, um, you know, when I hear those things, I don't get disheartened because I'm like, you know, they just they haven't seen all of the things that need to happen in our community still so i'm happy when there's multiple organizations for people to engage and i'm happy when uh you know we have folks uh who you know in front of me there's enough examples of students who were like well i had heard this about it and i had heard that about it and then they joined and they're like it was something completely different and now they're what i consider like our mvps and um and they, they they're staying involved throughout their cycle of involvement so you know, I I think we stay really busy with the work that we're just like join us and 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 see for yourself. And so that that's what I would pass on to you know uh, d- don't even go to the website. Just call your local community organizer because um, there's only so much that makes it to social media. There's only so much that makes it to um, the the tweets, or there's only so much that makes it to the criticisms. But what's not being seen every day is that there is a local community organizer who is getting a call um, and multiple calls every single day to address needs in our community that that cannot be posted to social media. Um, There are uh, really, really dire and pressing domestic violence and abuse issues uh, that we really need some structural support in our community to address those and um, immigrant immigration rights are uh, and, and documented documentation status are constantly a thing um, if, if, if i can give examples of even within one given week uh, i have received calls from an organization who needs help with um, connecting Punjabi attorneys to work pro bono for Punjabi children who have been separated at the border or who are crossing alone um, i've received uh you know calls from a, a doctor or a a, a health a health worker staff or a friend or family um, who are very concerned about a number of domestic abuse, uh, you know, um, situations uh, within Punjabi households, uh, and um, you know, uh, there's uh, grantees whose salaries are being uh, taken, or there are calls received for a, a young Punjabi mom who needs help finding uh, health care for her newborn. There is, you know, these are a, a number of calls that just. Uh, I myself have received, or people on our staff have shared that they've received. Um, you know, there's maybe someone who needs help navigating uh, their family member who is uh, who has a substance use disorder. Uh, so, so the needs are many, um, and, and and it's quite impossible for um, any one group to do it do it alone without the the people power expanding exponentially, and, and we're seeing that. Um, So, so I almost, I'm kind of like, eh, like unless you're willing to sign up and help and and contribute, um, you know, I I, want to see, I want to see that effort first. And um, there's plenty of fellowships coming out with the organization, job opportunities that are coming out. Um, And so there's opportunity to, uh, you know, see yourself as a part of the, as, as a part of the organization long-term. And uh, I think those are beautiful things that help. Uh, you know, whether you are in between uh, gigs, if you're in between school, whatever it may be, if, if you're gonna if you're leaving a job and have always dreamt, dreamt of working for the Punjabi community, um, let's talk. Let's let's make it happen because the needs are many and. Uh, we can always use more help and expertise Um, but if you've gained a skill why not why not you know apply it to to operating um because it it isn't that we we just serve uh, the Punjabi community but that's our expertise Uh, we are constantly learning from our partners in fact I owe everything that I know about um the local community to Dolores Huerta Foundation and and their executive director Camila Chavez, who welcomed me in when I first started and uh, kind of taught me the lay of the land, showed me what community organizing was, and I got a front row seat to to see that and participate. Um, so it is like the 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 coalitions that we work in collaboration with, uh, that we learn from our peers, and and of course everyone is welcome. Uh, but our expertise is in the Punjabi community because the uh, language inequities are, are far too large um, and far too pressing for us to not amplify that that is our expertise. Um, you know, Punjabi is the third most spoken language in a lot of the Central Valley, um, but that gets erased one too many times. Um, workers' rights falls short for Punjabi's way too much um, you gave the example of the the young boy you know such incredible um, uh, incredibly like unfortunate situations that are happening related to you know your uh, your that uh, we that are calls that you know staff uh, receive all of the time and uh, you know I, like I would I want to say in every region, at least as long as i've been on staff there has been more than one there's been multiple situations where staff has gone as support uh, with parents with students um, when you know there has been something related to case or or your um or your gaga that are then addressed at um, you know the school district or the school and and staff ja staff has worked with the families and uh, to kind of Accompany them while also, uh, you know, really advocating for them and the importance of, you know, what these what these cagars mean to us and, and and you know the advocacy that's needed around that. So. We've done school presentations, we've done school district pr- presentations. I went into a fifth grade class once and explained, you know, what Sikki was and kakas and all of these different things. And I uh, gave, you know, who are your sick friends and classmates and um, neighbors? Those are presentations we've done. I've done them at the Kern High School District. So there's a number of things that happen and that we tackle, um, but it's ever growing and- um,
0: I, I think um, honestly uh, I I can't say um, how thankful I am honestly to have you join you're us. You're a today. part of it. You're I am I am a it. part of it. Yeah. I, I I I keep saying I did. I've been a part of it for so long. I it feels like Please. I've. <laughs> yeah. But um no I think you're I think you're hundred percent on the right about everything. Um I think the biggest thing is like you can join whenever you like you want just join once to see what it is in your own perspective don't try to take it as uh, uh, don't try to shape your perspective on on something from somebody else's saying be a part of it see how you feel about it and go about that right um something
1: can i plug plug a program here because you just reminded me you can join whenever there's a missile I say you're about to okay take it that's you <laughs>
0: um no I was gonna say that even like we talked about our high schools with our SHSS we've talked about our collegiate with our JMCs but even after you graduate from college and your higher education we in recent in this previous year-ish two years we've created missiles which is for people that are um away from our have been graduated and have um already been at through the higher education system, but they still wanted to be part of their community. They want to help their community in ways um, that they may not, might not be able to by themselves. So we, the missiles have been created to bring together people from um, different areas of the same city. I know our SAC missile, they meet frequently. I always see on the Jakarta page that there's always a meeting, Um, but they, those, and they've also already held events like, I think they held an event about mental health and they also went on hikes to just to get to know each other a little bit more, build it, build those experiences, build those connections. And it's just like, those are for people that have already been like, have graduated college, have been removed from school for a while now, and they're still... A part of Jakarta. Those are, those people are just as much as part of Jakarta as I am. As Manu is, like those people are 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 part of Jakarta and they're part of this family and uh, and the support and this group. Um, but yeah, join honestly. You can join whenever. It high and, school.
1: At yeah. any age, yeah. Uh, the missile is for anyone and everyone, and we have uh, quite the age range on on uh, that are involved in the missile. And it really is. Uh, The concept of it really and the work of it is that um, we need more eyes and ears in our local communities. Um, So there are different uh, responsibilities for the missile members, there's a missile council. And so there will be someone who is is attending and they're rotating, they're attending city council meetings or attending school board meetings. And they really become the eyes and ears locally. uh, So we have a, a better idea and a better picture of of what we should be paying attention to, um, and it, it's to kind of break away from like you don't you don't need uh, to have like a. You know, a, a club or a campus club or something like that anywhere. Like, if it's if it's not um, if it doesn't fit, you know, your lifestyle or if uh, or you're working or you're a parent or you're much older and you're retired and and you still want to stay involved or you want to get involved again or you want to uh, be involved for the first time. Uh, The missile is a perfect place for you to enter and and meet like-minded folks um, and and really bring your ideas to the table and and make those kind of happen of, you know, I've always dreamt of this happening in my community Join the Missile Council, uh, and, and we have that a lot where where folks are like, well, I'm out of college. I've been working for about 15 years now. Um, it, how do I stay involved? How do I get involved beyond being a donor? Um, of course, we are an organization that is primarily run by Sangat Funds and Sangat Money. So, um, you know, we want folks to be to have uh, their voice at the table. Of course, you know, we're we're getting a number of calls with ideas every day. Um, But the missile is like a formal structure where you get to talk those ideas out and and just have conversations. Maybe there's things happening in the world that you wanna talk about uh, with operating, you know, like the farmer's protests. uh, And we always plug in other programming that we're doing and have missile members attend as well. Uh, Like our movies that matter night, we have a movie a month that we uh, usually have a guest speaker with and we watch a movie, we have a discussion. And during the pandemic, it's been so wholesome. It's, uh, you know, you're sitting in your watch, it's like you're kind of in a movie theater, but you also get to have this really cool conversation uh, before and after. So there's a number of things uh, to get involved with. We, we try to create as many um, inroads as possible.
0: Yeah, um, again, it's, uh, it's as simple as getting in contact with your community organizer, right? Don't be shy right um when i first got when i first was hearing about jakarta back in 2017 and belvinder like as much as everything that's happened in sacramento and how much we've grown here in sacramento in terms of jakarta and what we've done is is honestly uh, belvinder was one of like the driving force i mean when we first started we didn't have a clue what what we were doing honestly um, when we first started SHSS here at Antelope uh, High School, that's where I went, um, we, we created a missile SHSS because we didn't know what we were doing at our individual campuses yet. We didn't know what we were doing in, in general. But so what we did was we just paired up with all the other high schools in the region that had Punjabi folks that wanted to start a club Called SHSS at their campus, and we were like, "Hey, how about we just create one big missile? We do events together. That way, we support you. We, you support us. That way, we can get a foundation laid." And then now, years removed, now it's twenty twenty one, and I see what Anlope High School SHSS is doing, and for me to see what it was when we started and how we were doing it when we started, and just to see how how much it's grown and what they're doing today, it like. It makes me so happy to see that like just having this idea and just building a a base for for all of the people that came after us is just so amazing for me to look back on and all, uh, like, we, like we said you can join and be a part of this whenever you want but you also can just you if you don't if you don't think this is for you or you think you just need to get away i mean you can go. It's a, this is not something that's like, it's going to entrap you if you don't want to be here, right? So it's always, it's always better if you, if you join and you figure out for yourself, if you, if you want to be a part of it. For me, I was a part of it back in 2017. I don't see myself leaving anytime soon. Um, I am going into my fourth year of, of college, of my undergrad here. Um, I know that Afterwards, I have no idea what I want to do. So, I mean, I, I would want to touch about this a little bit before before we wrap up here in a little bit. But when I first when I was thinking about what I wanted to do in high school years, right, I didn't I never thought that this kind of work or this line of work was was there. Not just be, not because I didn't know about it, but the things that had been in drilled in me: doctor, engineer, lawyer, right? right? But like that's the only thing. Those are the three things that like every Punjabi parent puts on the table and they're like, pick whatever one you want, right? But like it's like for me now being able to see that this line of work not only is there, but is growing and growing and growing, and there's so many opportunities to join and work and be a part of it. And I'm just like, maybe after I'm done with my undergrad, I take a couple years off and I, you know, be kind of a little bit more in part of it, right? And so um, I'm always looking for any chance to help, right? That's just like I, for me, my personal experience a little bit, I can d- dig a little bit deeper here. Uh, recent times, uh, even though I'm at JMC at UCD, I was helping not, not too long ago now that we had our virtual tours for high schoolers. Uh, we, we brought representatives from campuses like UC Davis, Berkeley, LA, Santa Barbara, Irvine, and our couple of private schools. Santa Clara, and we had um, CSU Sacramento, CSU uh, Fresno and Bakersfield. So we had representatives from all these schools come on and just talk about and just answer questions that people might have about their campuses and just try to help these high schoolers narrow down some of the choices they might wanna apply to, right? Or see, get to know a little bit of the, because again, because of COVID, they they won't be able, they wouldn't be able to go and visit on campus and, and get that experience a little bit, but also just get a couple other questions that you just have, but you have no means of asking anybody, um, get those answered, right? And so, like, that's something that I helped, um, helped out on. Uh, we had our also, we did a community college one where, again, I was an advocate for community college out of high school. If you would have asked me if I was going to to go to community college, I would have told you no. Uh, I didn't want to go to community college after high school. I wanted to go to Davis or another four year out of high school. It didn't work out that way. So I had to go to uh, community college. But then looking back, uh, everything I did at community college, I would never trade that for anything else. So that's why we also had that. And I know uh, I had an amazing time being the presenter for that. Uh, a lot of people had questions. But that's the line of work. Even though like I'm at JMC, UCD, I'm still helping out the greater Um, Jakarta movement and all the other programming that we do right and I mean this podcast even though it's it's labeled as JMC UCD it's honestly Jakarta movement uh, chapter podcast it's the whole entirety of JMC the whole entirety of Jakarta right Uh, we do this is our topic about Jakarta but we've done topics about mental health we've done topics about the farmers protest we've done about um choosing what the what choosing the right path but like your own right path right not choosing the right path and what other people define as the right path right we've done about alcoholism uh we've done about core empowerment we've done and we also did about student leadership um we had Samri and Manaz join us from Berkeley and they were so amazing to just hear about like how their experiences with student leadership which is another thing that um Jakarta Uh, promotes that that has happened be a part of your your collegiate campuses be a part of your student governments be a part be a voice have a voice right uh not just only in colleges but also in your high schools be a part of student government be your voice right be your representation of your community and who you are um but like all those all these topics and all these things they're not just for ucd but it's for the greater everybody right and that's just what my point is that like There's just so much that we do. There's no label to put on it. Like I said, we can talk and sit here and me and Manu can sit here for hours on hours on hours talking about everything that we've done, everything that we're going to be doing, everything that's being done, all the experiences that we've had over the years. Um, But again, it's just there's so much uh, I would be most welcoming to have you back, Manu, in the future again, to talk about this again for a part two, because I think yeah. there's still so much to talk about and so much to get through. Um, but yeah.
1: Thank you, Grinder. I, I want to close with probably the most important thing that you've said is when I was growing up, I didn't see these as careers. But now as you are, you know, in these, you know, in these college years where one is supposed to Somehow, at such a young age, figure out what they're doing for the rest of their lives. You are now seeing these jobs and careers emerge, and um, you know so many like you don't imagine themselves anywhere else. And uh, you know, I am a beneficiary of the Jakarta movement as well. I have learned and grown with it, and um, and, and have car- and carry my experience. Uh, this has single-handedly changed the kind of like trajectory of my own life. And so, um, you know, I think what you said is the most important thing is now there are careers in our community um, that are for our community and they will continue to grow. And now you can imagine yourself as a community organizer in the Sikh Punjabi community. And, and that's a real job and that's a real career and uh, it will continue to grow. And we're gonna continue to expand deeper into the Bay Area, into the Inland Empire, Imperial Valley, uh, you know, wherever there are Sikhs and Punjabis, um, we will continue to grow into Southern California. So be on the lookout and and um, look look to your sides and bring your community with you. And, and, and that's that's what we do at Jakarta, is constantly innovating um, and, and it's creative work. You know, you think of an idea and it becomes a program. So if, if that's what you're interested in, if you're innovative, then this is a place for you. And Jakarta movement is more than a movement. <laughs> you know, it's a feeling, It's it's a community, it's a family. It's all of the things that you've said and it's more, um, and so thanks, Grinder. Thank you for being a part of the foundation that makes this organization so strong. And I'm so excited to see your journey and your growth. And as you graduate, and we hold on to you, and we don't let you go anywhere. <laughs> so I have no plans of leaving. So um, <laughs> good. Again, I
0: like I said, uh, I, I don't know. If, uh, me and Deep have uh, talked about what we potentials, but uh, we'll see That's what happens. Good, right. Good uh yeah. deep has always joked about uh he i mean we've always joked about it you've joked about it too like future community organizers and i'm just like hey why not
1: and, you know I, I'm,
0: and then now i'm just like when i talk to deep i'm like was that a joke or, or were you being serious <laughs> right like, <laughs> like hey i, like that I just
1: of, have built my entire dreams around this so
0: <laughs> yeah it's just like and it's like honestly it's just like it's a learning experience right for me i think um honestly uh it would be one of the biggest honors for me to be able to if i was able to get the opportunity to to be come along and and be a part of that but um yeah uh i just want to close out with a couple things um by the time if this episode if you're hearing this after the state um unfortunately you missed out but we are uh ucd is pairing up with um hip I, f- I forget, I am apologize for the, uh, if you know the acronyms standing, you're muted.
1: HIP is uh, Wong's Innovating Politics.
0: Thank you. So uh, JMC UCD is par- partnering up with them and we are doing a movie night um, this Thursday, this coming up Thursday, the, um, I should be more prepared than this, sorry. Excuse uh, <laughs> me. Yeah. So this upcoming Thursday, the 27th, and we will be watching the movie Gook. Uh, I got to see the trailer about it. And it's very, um, it's about, Manu, uh, if you want to talk a little bit more about that. But I, for me, what I saw about it was like, it's, it's a trying times in um, a story about trying to figure out um, after something controversial happens and trying to fight those stigmatisms of fighting um each other and fighting those th- common stereotypes that we get. And it's very ruined in, in experiences and stories that branch out to so many. Right. Um, like from what I got from the trailer was um, convenience store. Or it was it's like some people, a Korean um, family, they own a, a convenience store. And after something happens, they're targeted, and the convenience store is targeted just because of what they look like, right? And that, for me, means so much for me personally because I do come from a family that owns a convenience store, right? And I've seen it to where those prejudices are are put and labeled onto um, our folks. And I know a lot of Punjabi people we do own convenience stores, and it's just the it's just so it, this movie is so. Um, is is connects with me a lot, and I'm looking forward to it. Again, it's the 27th of May. Uh, I believe it's at 5:30, or f- I think it's five. Uh, but again, please look out on our Jakarta Movement page on IG. But also, I will be posting it on the JMC UCD page too. So please look out for that um, coming up. Uh, we talked a little bit about Lekar, which is coming up again next uh, next month in June. It will be happening um, next month Uh, for that as well. Look out on the Jakarta movement page uh, for that, for any information about that. Um, It's always a great and fun time to come together. I think this year's theme is about core empowerment. So if you loved our episode last time with Harveen about core empowerment, you'll love the Lagarde this year and be a part of those conversations and to honestly be a part and have a fun time that that, that and have an experience right uh again yep. manu said that this we also have our summer programming coming up so also please look out for that on our ig just follow the ig keep, make sure you follow it and just keep up with everything because there's so much programming so much stuff especially with covid and how we've been dealing and a little bit restrictions are being eased a little bit we can go back to a little bit more in person and get those experiences and and hopefully, um, build from there. Uh, if you have anything else to say before anything else you want to plug, before we, yeah. we say goodbye,
1: <laughs> I think you covered it. I I want to come. I want to return to Justin Chan's film Gook. Uh, and uh, because it is AAPI Month, uh, we in this partnership has formed that um, is with one of our longtime friends and uh, a partners, Hip. And uh, it, it's an incredible film. Uh, I've had the opportunity to watch the film and uh, makes you think deeply about, um, it, it actually is set in response to the Watts riots that happened in Los Angeles um, in, and uh, to, to have more context around that uh, historical event, as well as what happened in the aftermath to the communities that live there and in response and and, and what really drives, um, you know, one, like your own um, understandings of your identity and the things that maybe even a lot of questions around like, um, what what kind of forces you to identify with yourself, as well as um, maybe how, um, in reverse, how you identify with your own community and, and who you see as a part of your community, your greater community. Um, and I think this uh, go, goes beyond even, um, you know, like the 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 criminality of whatever is highlighted, it, it really is a deeper understanding of of how we uh, see ourselves and, and those who who we share uh, our neighborhoods with, um, and and how uh, yeah, in response to something incredibly tragic, uh, what kind of unfolds. And so, without too many spoilers, I'll leave it at that. But it's a very important film. Encourage everyone who's listening to come and join and yeah. watch with a lot of summer programming coming. And um, yes, as Grindarpal said, we are returning to in-person. So uh, all of that registration information will be up soon, but Grindarpal, thank you for uh, inviting me and letting me bring the stories uh, that I've gathered uh, from from our community locally and across the state, even globally at times. So uh, thank you and I wish you the best wish you Jardik a lot, uh, and yeah. uh, upwards no. and onwards.
0: Yeah, thank you so much again. Um, I'm so thankful for you to be joining us today. Honestly, um, like I say, I, I opened up a little bit, but like just people wanting to be, and when people say yes, or they want to be a part of it, or they have ideas, that makes me so happy because... Again, this idea was an idea two years ago that I pitched, right? It was just came up on the moment. I pitched it to Deep, and that's what it is. And then, after all these years, to finally be able to make it something and to see it grow and keep growing, and we're going to continue to keep growing. Again, you can watch the video version of us if you're watching. We are on YouTube, but also if you want to watch the audio version or you want to listen to the audio version, we are on Spotify, we're on Google, we're on Apple. So wherever you find out of those platforms, wherever you want to listen to your podcast, we're on there. Uh, you can search up the JMC Chronicles. We are the first thing that pops up on all platforms, uh, on YouTube, on Spotify, on Apple, on on Google. So honestly, please, um, if you do enjoy this, please share it with anybody you think would also enjoy it. And, and honestly, we want to build this um, podcast more and more. We would love to have as many as our viewers and our listeners on on a podcast in the future right uh after our last podcast last last month a lot of people reached out to me about wanting to do or had an idea about an episode that they wanted to do or they would want to listen to and i was like hey how about you in the future how about we do a podcast how about you come on and you want to talk about this so again this is for the community i'm just here to um guide it whatever direction it goes um but you guys the listeners the community the sangat is who really makes the podcast what it is so i can't thank you guys enough for tuning in and listening and being a part of this and and supporting this from our first episode to our now our seventh episode but again please comment share follow on all the platforms that you're listening on it helps us grow it helps us our name get out there a little bit more and share with anybody you think that would love to listen to these podcasts um but without further ado, I think um, g- that's going to be enough for this episode. I think we've been a little bit, this is going to be one of our longer episodes, but I'm thankful. <laughs> I am thankful for it. And I don't, I never want to limit a conversation. So with
1: well, that. there. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs>